from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. Hey, what's going on, guys? So, so today is a, it's going to be a shorty. It's a little, it's a Beyond the Dumbbells shorty, and it was, um, I'm running around in my research today and there was a couple breaking facts that I, I keep bouncing into. I share it with people if they want to have the conversation, but uh, weed killer is not something that typically pops up in a, uh, in a casual conversation. But when we're always trying to guide people towards a healthy lifestyle, there's a few things that I will usually recommend or suggest to wipe off your diet immediately. And it's alcohol, wheat, and dairy. And number one reason being, Wheat and dairy are very pro-inflammatory, so they are problematic in the body anyway. Um, wheat, mostly because it's associated with processed foods, and ergo processed foods are pro-inflammatory. They're inflammatory. Um, and then dairy, of course, dairy is a very inflammatory uh, food. But when people are looking at this stuff now, and a lot of times I'll get the eye roll. It's like, what do you mean? You know, no bread, no pasta. You know, obviously the, the sugar-based wheat products are a no-brainer, the, the donuts and the cakes. But when you're talking about um, how has it how has it become that wheat itself is an issue? Um, obviously, we have celiac issues, which is a respondent to wheat and um, the germ on wheat. It's uh, celiac is a condition where the body doesn't like it and it causes digestive issues. But then we look at how um, gluten gluten is what we're talking about gluten exposure because there's so much wheat produced in certain plants and manufacturing uh, places that it cross-contaminates everything else that gets processed in that place, which is why when you see almonds that are certified gluten-free, the reason they had to do that is because it was in a plant where they likely processed something that was wheat-based. So to certify it means it was just a clean environment and you're not going to get that cross-contamination. But is it that there are just so many people born with digestive issues now that there's a across-the-board gluten intolerance? Or is it because of the exposure to um, that wheat germ, gluten, that is causing the problems because it's associated with a new weed killer. And why are there so much more, there's greater issues with autism. There's greater digestive issues across the board, the older and the younger. Um, more than I've seen in my professional space that there's more and more people that are reacting negatively to a lot of common foods that we didn't have problems with uh, 20, 30 years ago. Now for this, for this conversation, we're just talking about wheat and I always... Anytime I have this conversation with somebody, you want to be an empowered consumer. You need to go out and do your own research. Um, I'm happy to geek out on this stuff um, just because I'm looking for ways that I can find 1% improvements in the way I live so that I live a better life. Um, avoiding wheat doesn't extend your life. Avoiding wheat reduces your exposure to contamination, which could cause problems with your life. But going wheat-free isn't a a gold star path to extending your life. You're just avoiding the things that come with it. Okay. So glyphosate, it's an herbicide. It's used all over the world. It's an active ingredient in Monsanto's Roundup product. Okay. Roundup is what it's bad news. Um, those two words, Monsanto, Monsanto and Roundup. Um, and the scary thing with Monsanto is it is an extremely powerful organization that, um, it's been approved by the FDA that it's been shown that it doesn't cause problems and that uh, it's safe and that you're supposed to genetically modify everything and there's no ramifications. And there was a recent uh, court case. It was 
I think it was ewg.org uh, environmental working group. It's a great resource to go to if you want to find some cutting edge stuff on what's safe and what isn't. It's a it's an independent organization that does the testing on a lot of things from healthcare products to food to uh, supplements. You can find a lot of things that are tested on ewg.org. And it was EWG that posted it says, hey, you know, there's the environmentals won a case and it was against Monsanto because they are they're a powerhouse and they can silence everybody. There's politicians in their pockets. There's uh, world cabal food organizations in their pockets. I mean, they're they're deeply embedded and the government allows this to happen because nutritionists, you're not allowed to tell someone that. um if I said that fish oil will help uh, reduce, not fish oil, yeah, let's say, well, fish oil, fish oil or coconut oil. Let's say if I were to tell somebody that uh, coconut oil can help reduce blood pressure, you'll go to jail for doing that. You can't give that kind of advice. But Monsanto is able to do things where they're able to manipulate the outcomes where it's been, the, the, the perception is it's causing cancer all over the place. And they somehow have the FDA that approves it the same FDA that will come after you if you create a product that says it reduces your blood pressure and it's all natural based. You can just kind of see the wonkiness in that, right? That the FDA is protecting a chemical giant and they're going after somebody that's you know, repackaging and selling coconut oil because you can't make claims one way or the other. But Monsanto has gotten away with saying their product does not cause cancer um, because they have enough counter research that goes against the opinions of the people that are saying that it does. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, but Monsanto's the evil giant. Glyphosate's used everywhere in the world as an herbicide. And it is very likely, so somehow they have enough researchers, in, um, researchers including governmental representation, that says uh, it's very unlikely that it causes cancer. Well, the WHO came out and they did it themselves. Um, and the whole issue is whether or not it's a carcinogen. And... All these organizations said it's probably not, and the WHO actually came out and said, uh, it is an endocrine disruptor, and there very could be issues with your microbiome, which is your gut and your digestive system. And they're like, yeah, we can't really say that it is causing problems, but we can't say that it isn't. And that was the strength of the case that the environmental people won against Monsanto recently. They're like, yeah, we can't say that it doesn't cause cancer. Monsanto lost. They argued so that they couldn't say that, and they lost. Monsanto did. So what they came out is they said, yeah, we can't say that it doesn't cause cancer. That's how screwed up the, uh, the entire uh, food industry is and the lobbyists and how the government will look sideways because there are politicians getting paid to do so. So it's pretty freaky, uh, pretty freaky stuff. There was a landmark case, uh, 2018, there was a $289 million um, award to a groundskeeper. So this is somebody that's exposed to Roundup all the time, and they developed non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and they said, yeah, it came from Roundup, and this person was awarded $300 million. But Roundup is on our food. This person was a groundskeeper, okay? So they weren't even consuming it. Again, you can see how it's kind of, it's getting a little wonky. Um, they've already shown that glyphosate's having an adverse effect on the um, just the natural biome of uh, life. So when we start looking at earthworms, bees, um, you're looking at the biodiversity that surrounds crops and the life cycle that that includes, right? So everything that's in the ground matters for the crop. Everything that pollinates is important. Bees are important. And they're saying, yeah, glyphosate seems to be killing all these things off too. And again, so the lobbyists are still keeping this thing around. It's, it's, not, it's not just, uh, they're not able to silence it. 
Um, a lot of companies are trying to ban it, but what, as it turns out that once glyphosate gets into the licensee of a, of a, um, of a farmer, they've actually had to go, as it turns out the weed killer, <laughs> I'm going to have to find the proof on this one. I know I read it. Um, I will put the link up to this as soon as I find it. If the crop, if, if it fans over to another farm, then that farm is responsible for paying the license for it because you can't keep it just to yourself. Right, so if you if you use it as a desiccant, so they also use um, glyphosate to dry crops out. They don't just use it to kill bugs. Uh, farmers are lazy with it, and they spray it on crops for harvest to speed up the uh, the drying out process. So if that drifts over to another farm, Monsanto has had the case to say, "Look, you're using my product on your stuff," and because it spreads like that, they go after the farmers that are trying to be uh, natural, non-GMO, and they end up having to capitulate because the stuff doesn't even stay within the boundaries of the farm that is using it. So there's a number of things that's coming out of this. I told you this wasn't going to be super sexy, but hopefully this is empowering you enough um, to understand what's going on with your, um, with your family and what you're feeding them. Okay. So a couple other big ones, newborns, it's starting to show up in breast milk. So there's, there's a measurable amount of glyphosate showing up in women's breast more breast milk. Um, and it was the detox project that reported this. Um, it's found in blood and urine sample samples. So it's also showing up in your foods and how you, um, excrete waste. So it's showing up there and it's floating around your body. It's contaminating air and water. I had already talked about how it kind of blows around, but, uh, air samples around farms had shown that there's a greater amount of impact. Anyone that lives close to the farm is susceptible to being, uh, exposed to, glyphosate because it it carries so it's it is contaminating air and water as well um and because they're using it to uh desiccate crops they're putting in excess of it on those crops and again we're still talking wheat the whole point of this conversation today was all the other things that you know are influencing our um our overall health our endocrine system our our digestive system um you can see how it's all starting to kind of tie in um but that the fact that they're overusing it on those crops as well, just because they're lazy, is going to lead to more issues. Now, some of the other things that they're using for desiccation, uh, lentils, corn, canola, potatoes, flax, peas, millet, sunflowers, soybeans, and then rye and buckwheat. So it's not just limited to wheat, the desiccation process. Um, it's finding its way everywhere. And the more exposed you are, the more problems you have. And remember, when we're talking wheat, we're not just talking, uh, I mean, kids with bread... Sure, but cereal, guess guess what's all over in cereal too? So not only are you dealing with sugar when you're putting kids through um, poor nutrition habits in the morning, but now you're also dealing with um, breakfast foods. And this is stuff that you'd think would be kind of innocent and it would be such a big deal. But now, if you go out and you do a search, you know, and, and you're looking at, uh, I know Snopes did something and I know some of the counter uh, research groups have done other things to kind of calm people's fears. Like, oh no, it doesn't cause a problem. Um, Snopes is known for going out there and they kind of counter claims. Um, the best they could do, so when we're talking about, hey, uh, are farmers saturated wheat crops with Roundup as a desiccant? And what Snopes is saying, well, kinda, but we can't say that everybody's doing it. And as far as your digestive problems, the WHO thinks there's problems, but not everybody. So it's probably safe. Now, <laughs> 30, 40 years ago, they used to say smoking was cool. And this is the reason you can't believe anything that the government says as far as if, if it's their approval on drugs. They approved all the opiates, by the way. Drug overdoses, that's all FDA approved. 
when you talk about smoking, there was ads back in back in the '60s where they were saying it was okay for pregnant women to smoke. Okay, so the government didn't crack, didn't care about that back then with tobacco um, lobbyists. It took 45 years for that to come off. Um, but now that you've got the government saying, well, you can't really prove that it's not toxic. Anyone with half a brain back when smoking was an issue knew that smoking was causing cancer. It was killing people. But the best they could do is say, well, you can't prove it 100%. It's the same with trans fat. Um, it was in the 90s, early 2000s. There was a case that went up against um, Nabisco because this dude that was always eating Oreo cookies ended up dying because of the amount of trans fat in his blood at that time. So trans fat, um, also man-made, never goes away. So it's in your body for good. Now, when you get um, this herbicide in here, so when you've got uh, glyphosate in your body, your body can't get rid of it quick. Your body knows how to process proteins, carbs, and fats and get get rid of bad things. it'll, It'll either excrete it, sweat it, exhale so through breath um your pores there's only so many ways and if it's a compound that doesn't match the the way out that's that's layman's but if if it can't exit the body it stays in the body and if it's not a traditional way of you know food in food out the detoxification process is different you have to follow a different detox protocol to get some of these things out and even then if you've done the damage to your endocrine system your hormones are impacted you may never recover and what you don't want to do is wait for 20 to 30 years from now when the government under some other external pressure does say, well, it, it's starting to look like, yeah, this causes cancer. And yeah, you know, Monsanto's out of business now because there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of class action suits against them. You know, the, the reckoning is coming. And if you want to play it safe. So the whole thing wasn't meant to be. A lot of this stuff is informational. And if you've got the information, you can make the better decisions for you and your family. That's why we're sharing. And when it comes to wheat and glyphosate, anything wheat produced, the best way is to just avoid it. I had already done that other list. So if you, um, I quickly went over a list of foods that are okay. If you are looking to where you still going to keep lentils, corn, corns, all kinds of other issues on top of just uh, glyphosate. Peas, canola, potatoes, rye, buckwheat, millet, sunflowers, and soybeans. Again, stay away from soybeans anyway. Um, you need to find non-GMO um, product lines for those things. I mean, glyphosate's one thing because they use it as a desiccant. So even though they might not be using it while the crop is being grown, they're hitting it with it at the end. So you definitely want to find there's certain areas where you want non-GMO. This is one of them. So on that small list... Um, Make sure you're pursuing the best option that you can find. And doing organic thing, it's expensive. And it's all about finding the things that you must buy organic and not getting duped into buying things that don't matter. Like you don't need organic avocados. They've got a thick skin. They're protected. You know, If it's something thin like a berry with no protection, anything they spray on it, it stays in it. It doesn't come out. But then now you've got these things that you buy as a dry product it could have it on it. So be smart about your choices and where you go. Please go do some research on glyphosate. Um, there's enough there that you want to, at a minimum, reduce your overall exposure to the maximum amount possible. Um, unfortunately, if you do have kids, this is going to cut out almost every fun kind of snack that you can think of because the last thing they do is put high-quality non-GMO wheat in kids' hands. They put garbage in their hands. And then... You see, start you start seeing correlations between behavioral issues, learning issues, um, developmental issues. All of that stuff is contributed to by what they put in their bodies. 
And if you go by what the government says, you're the sucker because it's going to be 15, 20 years from now when the real problem manifests and uh, there's nothing you can do about it. Okay. So an, uh, an educated public is a powerful public. So if you guys take the time to do some research and figure out what's going on and figure out what's right for you, glyphosate is definitely you want to look for. Um, look for a counter opinion over everything you find. So even though you're going to find a bunch of doom and gloom, look at the researchers and watch how high level, like um, wheat producers of Iowa, like you're already using it. I'm not going to follow any of your opinion um, on what you say about the safety of glyphosate. You're using it. What else would you do? That's not independent. I want to find independent sources that don't have anything to lose. And I would think that a wheat farmer in the middle of the Midwest has something to lose. If it turns out, you know, you're, you're pushing death on people. So be smart folks. Um, hopefully this was helpful. Uh, try to keep these little knowledge bombs short and if you've got any questions or feedback, uh, I'm going to put some of the links for research below this um, on the site. And uh, be well and be smart about what y'all eat. Uh, I care about you guys, and I want to see you go the distance in life and not be uh, smoked because of some dumb, dumb politician, right? All right, guys, I will see you on the next one. Be true. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.